Hello and welcome or welcome back to the Life Abundant Podcast. My name is Susie Seidel and I am so excited that you're here. So this is our third episode and I think I'm just going to kind of drop these three here and then try to be consistent in posting a new episode every Friday. So be sure to um, check back every Friday and um, just kind of hear a new word. So today um, I'm talking about something that I'm kind of excited to just speak about. Um, It's a huge part of my life and my story, my walk with God. And um, it's just been a topic that's been on my mind for the last few weeks, which is like fitness and fitness goals, um, especially in regard to the new year. So something that I've been pretty open about talking about just with people in my life and I guess on social media too is um, my struggles with food and fitness. Um, My sophomore year of high school, I had anorexia and then pretty much um, my junior and senior year of high school too, I just really struggled um, with what is called orthorexia, which is just kind of an obsession with eating healthy, um, being fit. So for a really long time in my life, um, even after I, you know, had kind of gained a lot of weight back um, after initially having anorexia, I just was still in a really unhealthy place because while I was eating enough to support my body, I was just so in my head um, and so anxious about the foods that I ate and I missed out on a lot of fun and um, a lot of health just because of the way I ate and the obsession that I had with food and working out. And this is still something that I still struggle with and still walk through, especially in times um, when I feel stressed or anxious about other things. I feel like it's kind of something that I go back to, to feel like I have more control. And it's something that comes up a lot around the new year. And I'm sure you guys have all experienced this. um, When January comes around, everybody's talking about their new gym memberships, their new like fitness goals or you know, what diet they're going to start, what food they're cutting out. And it can be really stressful, like having had struggles with that and having to listen to that all the time. And I know for me in the past, um, I get really just like anxious when it comes to the new year and wanting to make sure that I'm working out consistently and eating right because it's the new year. But at the end of the day, like time is a social construct. And just because it's a new month on the calendar doesn't mean that we have to drastically change our lives. And, you know, you can start any day. Um, You can um, get into new habits any day that you want, um, and those habits don't have to be so drastic or so unhealthy. And so this year was a lot different for me because God literally was like, no queen, like you're not doing this this year. So um, January 1st was like a pretty normal day. I just spent a lot of time with my friends. But January 2nd, I went to Passion, which is a Christian conference in Atlanta, Georgia. So on January 2nd, we drove there at like 5 a.m. and got to Passion um, at about like 4 or 4.30, which there's so many other stories <laughs> from Passion that I could get into about like our Airbnb and <laughs> stuff like that, but that's how we're talking about. But um, so right off the bat, I was kind of pushed out of my comfort zone and um, was forced to eat things that I normally wouldn't, especially um, during a time when I'm stressed about food and wanting to like be healthy, quote unquote. And things like that. So day two of the new year, I was eating chicken tenders and fries at Passion because that was literally the only food that they had. Um, And same thing kind of on that next day. There was one moment when we were on our way home that we stopped by um, like a fried chicken kind of restaurant thing. And I had texted 
um, the group that I was going to passion with, who is like a really like close group of friends of mine. And I had said that foods like fried food, um, cake, and I think it was something else really stressed me out. And so we were at this restaurant and I started to panic. I was like, you know, maybe I'll just grab something from like a gas station, a grocery store or something and not eat here. But I remembered that I had kind of confessed um, that that's a food that I struggle with and was really held accountable to ordering something there. And while it was really out of my comfort zone, I'm really glad I did. And I was glad I could like share that time and that fellowship with them rather than being anxious or weird about the food that I was eating. And then, so we got back from Passion. Again, I was just spending a lot of time with my friends. My two best friends um, are going to school abroad this semester. And I just like wanted to value that time I had with them before that they left. And then I visited one of my other friends um, in Tennessee who I go to college with. And um, just like we were, we went to Memphis for kind of like a day trip. We were just going out with her friends and parents. So again, I had little control of what I was eating, which I was proud of myself like in these last two weeks for um, like physically eating like the things that were in front of me, but I was still feeling a lot of anxiousness and just kind of thinking a lot about it. So this has kind of been on my mind the last few weeks, and I was super, super blessed to just kind of come across this podcast that Sadie Robertson put out, and she was interviewing her husband, and it just like really, really met me where I was at, and I was just so thankful that the Lord just like placed this. I was going to go on my computer to watch like a vlog or like a YouTube video or something, but this came up on my recommended it, and I really, really needed it. So I kind of just want to give my take on some of the things that they talked about and some quote-unquote fitness goals that I have uh, for 2022 and going into the new year. Um, so again, I came across this Sadie Robertson podcast. Um, I'll link it um, in the description and it just spoke so many things I needed to hear. And the first um, was comparing to our past selves. And this is something that I do a lot and she was kind of mentioning how a lot of times we focus on being sure not to compare ourselves to others or people we see on social media or things of that sort. But I think a silent struggle that we all face is comparing ourselves to our past selves. And there's been so many times where I've seen a video or a picture of myself in high school or also during quarantine. That was a time in my life where I was like super obsessed with working out and eating in a certain way. And it puts me in the mindset of like, I have to pick up those old habits again to look like that. But the reality is, like, at that time when I was a sophomore in high school, I was anorexic. <laughs> I went to the doctor and like my blood cell counts were low, my vitals were low, my I had to get an EKG, my heart rate was not regular, I didn't have a period. And so while I looked physically smaller, I was so much more unhealthy than I am now. And so I can't compare myself to that because you know, that person, that girl, like my sophomore year couldn't even, you know, pick up like a heavy weight or, um, you know, walk a long period of time without feeling winded or run. And so, you know, while the aesthetic looked a certain way, what was behind that was so unhealthy um, and so damaging. So I have to remind myself of that. And then um, in, during quarantine um, in like the spring of 2020, when we were super locked down, um, obviously, you're not really going out to eat as much. A lot of restaurants were closed. I was just eating at home, working out all the time because, you know, like what else was there to do? Um, but during that time, I also didn't have a period. And that was also just like a really hard time mentally, not only for me, but for everyone. And like that's a life that 
we don't want to live. We don't want to live isolated from each other all the time. We don't want to not be able to go out and celebrate each other and have fellowship and conversation over coffee or a meal. And so I have to remind myself not to compare myself to that version of myself because like that's not our reality. That's not what life looks like. That was a season that was completely unprecedented and out of the normal. So I can't compare myself to that. So I think just taking those thoughts captive and just thinking through, okay, I'm comparing myself to this photo or to this time, but just really think through like what else was going on because life is so much more than the exterior. In fact, I feel like it's greater dependent on the interior and, you know, we think back to good times in our life of when we felt good rather than when we looked good. So that's something that really helps me is really thinking through that and just taking that thought captive and saying, no, I was not healthy during this time. And I don't want to pick up old habits going back to that because that means I'm going to put myself back into that unhealthy place, even though I might lose like five pounds or something, which like literally don't even matter. (laughs) Um, So that was something that I like really resonated with um, and got me thinking a lot. And that kind of leads me into um, this verse in First Timothy that they talked about. So I'm pretty sure Christian Huff, who's Sadie Robertson's husband, who she was interviewing on this podcast, um, he started his own podcast on the verse First Timothy 4.8. And he, I like looked through my Bible and found this verse and I'd never seen it before. And it is so powerful for anyone who might feel obsessed or just super concerned with fitness and food and all things of that sort. So 1 Timothy 4.8 says, For the training of the body has limited benefit, but godliness is beneficial in every way since it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. Like what? I cannot believe that like the Bible seriously says this. I'm going to read it again. It's amazing. For the training of the body has limited benefit, but godliness is beneficial in every way since it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. Oh, this is just something that I've been thinking about a lot. Um, A quick story that I'll share with you guys is um, over the summer, I had just started my internship. And when you're in like an office environment, you are like going out to eat a lot, especially um, kind of like in the small environment that I worked into. A lot of people are just asking to go out to lunch. That's a big part of my job is going out to lunch with students um, and just hanging out with them. And that got me really stressed out. It makes me really anxious eating out a lot, especially when it's places like the original Pancake House (laughs) or I'm trying to think of other places. We went to this like Italian deli, just places that are out of my comfort zone, not like Panera, (laughs) you know. Um, So I was really struggling with that. And I had come across 1 Corinthians 6.19, which says, um, you are not your own. Um, I'm trying to think of exactly what it says. Um, I'm just thinking of it at the top of my head, but it says, um, you are not your own, you were bought for at a price, so glorify God with your body, because we are temples of the Holy Spirit, and so that was super convicting for me over the summer, and I just remember kind of coming at this crossroads of, like, I am either going to be obsessed with what I'm eating, or I'm going to be obsessed and passionate about the relationships that I'm making and what God is doing, not only in my life, but in the life of the community and church around me. So there was one instance where a student had asked me to go to Cane's with her um, to have lunch. And as I've said before, like literally a few minutes ago, I like fried food is something that brings me a lot of anxiety. It really stresses me out. It's kind of one of my like fear foods or trigger foods, thinking back to having an eating disorder. 
And it's not something that I eat very often. I really, really try to avoid it. And so I was super stressed and anxious going with her, but I did it and I got canes and it was actually really good. I really liked the sauce and the chicken was like very moist and juicy. I don't know. Um, but during that conversation with this student, um, she had recently accepted Christ into her life and I asked her if she would like to be baptized. And we had an amazing conversation about baptism. And a few weeks later, she got baptized and then I got rebaptized on the same night and we were just able to share that moment together. And that wouldn't have happened. And that just like gift from the Lord, I wouldn't have been able to receive it if I had let like the food prevent me from being in the way or if I had let the food overtake my mind to where we weren't talking about baptism or spiritual things like that. And so that is something that's really encouraged me. And I feel like that's what this verse in First Timothy is getting at in that godliness it like ranks over our physical life our spiritual health ranks over our physical health and that can be something that's really difficult to accept but that is the truth and that is what the bible says so going into like what that means for i guess my fitness goals for 2022 and this is definitely inspired by the podcast that i keep referring to but my goal is to not train for aesthetic purposes but as an outlet to exercise my faith and to grow in strength. And so I've just been inspired in a few ways of like what this realistically looks like. And something I've done for a really long time is listening to worship, music, or a sermon when working out. And I just notice a huge difference when I do this versus when I'm listening to rap or other music genres like that. Because I feel like when you're listening to that type of like worldly, intense, explicit music, you just inherently are thinking a little bit more like selfishly and like he's like Christian Huff said in the other podcast, you just are kind of looking in the mirror more. Um, and it's kind of all about you. But in my personal experience, because um, I pretty, I almost always listen to worship music when I'm working out. I just feel like, like that time of when I'm in the gym or outside or whatever I'm doing is less of a time about me and about like the aesthetics and what you know is physically happening when you're exercising but it's just a time where like I can kind of have my own space and be at peace with the Lord especially like when I'm in college and you know you're not getting a lot of alone time you're not getting a lot of rest like that is a time where like I can just be like listening to the Lord just like filling my mind with like words of truth and like joyful noise rather than like like heavy metal rap or whatever um so I like recommend this to like so many people just I really feel like it changes the mindset of when I'm working out and I'm working out because um, it's a gift and because like God has blessed me with a body that's able to move and is able to do hard things and um, just kind of hear what he's like speaking over my life and um, like what he's inciting in my heart rather than um, like trying to show off or just thinking selfishly of being at the gym. But I totally understand that, you know, some people don't even listen to music when they work out or, you know, you need other motivation or I don't know, maybe that just doesn't work for you. So another alternative or just another thing that I want to implement is spending greater time in that intentional time with the Lord than time I spent at the gym that day. So what I mean by that is um, if I go to the gym for an hour or like 45 minutes, I want to spend more time than I did at the gym, either reading my Bible 
um, just in prayer, listening to a sermon or something. I just want the time I have intentionally with the Lord to outrank the time I had like at the gym or even like being on my phone or something like that. So I think that's um, a good way to think about it. And I don't do this now, but I think that's something that I want to try doing um, in this year. Um, so that's kind of the overarching goal that I have, um, which hopefully will just kind of trickle down into everything that I do. And then specifically, I'm so I'm going to be so mad at myself for saying this because I say this every year and I never do it. But if I say it on here, like I actually have to. So uh, here it goes. A fitness goal I have is to run a half marathon in 2022 by signing up for a race and following through on a proper training program. So the reason why I want to do this is running is something that I've never really done consistently, but in the seasons of my life where I was doing it consistently, whether that was just like for a few weeks or a few months, it is just such an outlet for me. And I remember going through a really difficult time and running a lot and just like having that time to just think and just like be outside. I love, love being outside more than I like think I do. And just like kind of having that fresh air and open space and being able to just kind of ponder and reflect on whatever is like on my mind or on my heart or um, what I feel like God's kind of placing on my mind or heart. And also I think that um, training for something like a half marathon, first of all, like I need to be better at like commitment. (laughs) And I feel like in like the culture right now, it's really easy to like when you're not experiencing like happiness or like fruitfulness out of something, it's so easy to just back out and quit. And I think there's so much value in commitment. And like when I was younger, I wasn't allowed to like quit sports or like a play or something like that until I made it to the end. And I feel like that's a habit that I need to pick back up is really committing to something. And um, I feel like committing and consistency is like where you really see results. And I feel like this will translate not only in like my physical health by running a half marathon, but in my spiritual health as well. So that's kind of another tip I have when setting goals is how like the outline of a goal can translate not only to like your physical health, but your spiritual health or your mental health too. Um, And yeah, I always back out on training programs. I also never listen to the rest days. I'm always like, I'm just going to do it something anyway, but we're not going to do that. We're going to be consistent and committed to this program. So we'll see if I actually do this this year. I really want to. So let's do it. I'll Google some races after this, but I don't know. (laughs) And then a diet goal that I have is to, like I was saying earlier, just prioritize fellowship over food and not let concern with food prevent me from time with people. And I can just think of so, so many instances where I missed out spending time with friends, spending time with family, enjoying food, um, enjoying just the presence of other people, even the presence of God. Because um, I was just stressed and overthinking that food itself when it is so, so meaningless. And I just don't want to do that anymore. And that is like not a testament of like what God's done in my life and the freedom that I have from food and the freedom that I have from an eating disorder. And just giving back into that only brings me like further away from God rather than embracing what he set me free from. So that's something that is definitely... Like, I feel like will be the hardest thing for me, but it's so important and so fruitful in my walk with the Lord. And ultimately, at the end of the day, like going back to 1 Timothy 4, 8, where um, it says that godliness holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. At the end of the day, 
Like, we have come from dust, and dust we will return. Like, our bodies after this life mean nothing. And, like, not to be, like, morbid or anything, but we're all, like, going to die. And, you know, it's not going to matter how many times we went to the gym. But what does matter is, um, like, setting, like our treasures in heaven and what we have, like, the things that we do that have eternal implications. So rather than spending so much time stressing about, like, this life and what my body looks like right now, like, I want to set my mind on what I will have in eternity. And I put a post-it note on my door. Um, I think my freshman year of college that said, you can't take it with you. Just to remind me that so many of the things that we stress out about in life, like we're not taking with us to heaven. Like the only things that we're taking with to heaven is like our time with the Lord, the people that we shared the gospel with, um, and just like our ministries on earth, which, you know, can have to do with fitness and going to the gym, but that's also not <laughs> not the main thing. So, like, I'm definitely speaking this to myself. This is not something that I do perfectly by any, any means. But I think that when we remind ourselves and fill our minds and hearts um, with this truth from God and with these scriptures, um, it can hopefully push us to do better and challenge ourselves. So one last scripture that um, has kind of been a theme in my life recently is Luke 16.10, which says, Whoever is faithful in very little is also faithful in much. And to give some context of this verse, um, Jesus was speaking in a parable about a man who like knew he was going to lose his job. And so he settled debts with other people for lower amounts than they owed so that he could be like more accepted by them and kind of like settle his account so that when he did lose his job, he could have some people to rely on because they like would owe him, if that makes sense. If it doesn't, like go read Luke 16 um, verses 1 through 10, I guess. Uh, it's a really powerful thing to read. And so if I can be faithful in like, so basically what Jesus is saying is that if this man can be faithful in like settling his accounts um, and being strategic and kind of shrewd in like something so little like money and like worldly possessions, then you know, we can be faithful in the big things, which is our relationship with God, which is the most important thing in our life. So if I can be faithful in, you know, working out every day, eating a specific way, um, and just like being super concerned with my health, then I can be faithful in my walk with the Lord, which is so much more important. So I get that's just my prayer for you too. I just pray that the things that we are faithful to um, that have little implication, we can um, take that discipline and that commitment to the one thing that truly matters, which I kind of talked about in the last podcast, which is just being with Jesus. So in this new year, um, I know that there's a lot of talk about fitness goals and food and like what you should be doing at the gym. And I just pray that like you don't set your mind on that. You don't find yourself too overly concerned with that, but you just set your mind um, on eternity and things above. And, you know, remember that fitness can be like a useful asset in your life and a tool for obedience and um, just like your ministry and walking with the Lord, but that is not the only thing. And so, you know, if you find yourself in a space where, you know, maybe you need to be working out less or maybe you need to be you know, eating more sweets rather than vegetables or something like that. Just remember, like, every person's goals look differently. And, you know, people might have seen me, my sophomore year of high school, and thought, like, wow, I'm super fit, I'm super healthy, I'm so skinny. But they had no idea, like, what was going on internally. And we need to remember that when we're looking at other people as well. So I hope that you found some encouragement um, 
and that you're just excited to hit the new year um, with a powerful stride, whether that is at the gym or um, in your mission field, wherever that may be. So um, yeah, that's all I have for you. I hope that you have an amazing morning, afternoon, or evening, and I will catch you on the next podcast. Bye, guys.